My dear friends, <clears throat> I want to relate to you an experience I had recently that plays into Whit Sunday or White Sunday, as it's known in England, or as we know it, Pentecost or the birthday of the church. Over the years, I have made many, many trips to Little Rock on business. During my time here with you at St. Peter's, I have come to know I-40 between here and Russellville very, very well. <clears throat> I'm familiar with every bump and patched place and crack between here and there. <clears throat> I've also become familiar with the haunts of all the law enforcement officers who monitor the speed of traffic. I know exactly where they'll be sitting. Now, I'm not a frequent offender, remind you. <clears throat> I also have observed over the years that the speed of the traffic has increased substantially. On one of my return trips to Russellville, I encountered three large 18-wheelers traveling as they're supposed to in the right lane, and they were going under the 70-mile-an-hour speed limit. I was traveling, uh, shall we say, a bit faster. So I pulled into the left lane to pass, and from behind me, out of seemingly nowhere, there came a very large pickup truck traveling at an extremely high rate of speed. And he too was passing several cars. Before I could get around the three trucks, remember I'm traveling over the speed limit, <clears throat> he was literally on my bumper. I feared he might rear end me before I could get over. Finally, it was only a few seconds, but it felt like minutes. Finally, I was around those trucks, and I got into the right lane. And he roared around, horn blaring, and as he passed me, even though I was wearing a clergy collar, he gave me an obscene gesture that is universally recognized. <laughs> and he sped off into the distance. And as he passed, I noticed his license plate. It was black and blue. It was an Arkansas plate designed to show support for a community police. <clears throat> the slogan on the plate was to protect and to serve. In the corner of the rear window was a small circular decal that I recognized as an emblem of an NRA member. He had a bumper sticker supporting a very well-known conservative politician. And remarkably, Attached to the tailgate, in very bright chrome finish, was a symbol of the Christian fish, the ichthyus, modified with a large cross protruding right out of the middle. Now, psychologists tell us that there are seven universal human emotions. <clears throat> Anger, fear, disgust, happiness, sadness, and contempt. In an instant, I experienced all seven. <laughs> Initially, I was afraid that this lunatic was going to cause an accident. Then, because deep inside this 73-year-old body lurks the heart and the mind of a much younger, testosterone-driven, competitive male, I felt the burn of real deep anger. Then utter contempt 
for the driver of that big, black, ponderous truck, followed by disgust with both the driver of the truck and with my own feeble and flawed reaction. I felt sadness that I was not able to control my human emotions, even for that brief instant. And finally, happiness. Yes, genuine and sincere happiness. And that, my friends, in Jesus brings us to the celebration of Pentecost and to the readings from the Holy Scripture for today. Jesus tells the disciples that he is going back to the Father. And they are naturally very sad because they do not understand. But he will not leave them alone. He will not leave them without comfort. He will send the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete, the Holy Ghost, the Advocate, the Lord, the Giver of Life, the One who speaks to us even today through the Holy Scriptures. And the Holy Spirit will empower them with the truth. Now by truth, Jesus does not mean objective reality. He does not mean provable testimony. He does not mean truth in the sense that we usually use the term today. What Jesus means by truth is the way of Jesus. The way of Jesus is the truth of God, and the way of Jesus is love. Jesus commands the disciples to love one another 12 different times in the Holy Scriptures. The word love appears in the New Testament 221 times, and in the Old Testament 317 times. We believe that the Holy Spirit is the third person in the Holy Trinity, God in three persons, hypostasis. In our scriptures, there's a very close relationship between the earthly ministry and mission of Jesus and the Holy Spirit. In a few moments, we will renew our baptismal vows, and in the words of the Apostles' Creed, we affirm that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit. Listen carefully to the liturgy of the Holy Eucharist. The priest will call upon the Holy Spirit to make our offerings of bread and wine be for us the body and blood of the risen Jesus, the Christ. This is the epiclesis. In the book of Acts, which could easily be called the Acts of the Holy Spirit, we learn that the Holy Spirit descends upon the believers Ten days after the ascension of Jesus into heaven. Ten days from Ascension Day. That was Wednesday a week ago. Some of you remember that we had a celebration of the Ascension Day. And when the Holy Spirit appears, there is unbridled joy. Everybody is happy. It is delivered universally to all people. And the symbolism of the believers speaking in every tongue and that is known to man at the time, is the universal appeal and the universal deliverance of the Holy Spirit. And true to the words of John the Baptist, remember John the Baptist tells that when Jesus comes, he will baptize not with water but with fire. The power of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit appears to believers as fire. Now the way of Jesus, the truth that the Holy Spirit brings is a difficult road. We are commanded to love each other. And as all of us have experienced, 
that is very difficult commandment to follow. Everyone in this broken and flawed world, which is dominated by sinful humanity, has experienced anger and fear and disgust and contempt. And most of us have been the object of these emotions at some time. And it hurts. This is not the way of Jesus. And all of us have some time have acted on our most base and hateful and scornful emotions. Everyone has lost control. Everyone has given in to these basic urges to reject those who may be different, remembering that they are still children of God. All of us have experienced sin in our life. We have inflicted pain on each other. Everyone has felt the sting and the hurt of the sins of others, as well as our own sin. And we have fallen short of the commandment of Jesus to love one another. But there's some good news. And here's the good news. Thanks be to God, Jesus did not leave us alone. Jesus has sent us the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, the Advocate, the one who is able to reinforce our belief and our faith. The Holy Spirit who makes it possible for us to be nourished in the Holy Eucharist. The one to whom we turn when we are brokenhearted and saddened by this old world and our pitiful reactions to it. Thanks be to God that the Holy Spirit is ever present with us, no matter what may befall. It is only through faith in Him that we can uphold the highest expectations of Jesus. It is only through Him that we are reminded of the forgiveness that we can obtain through Jesus, who has redeemed the sins of the whole world. It is the gift of the Holy Spirit, the paraclete, the Holy Ghost, the third person of the Holy Trinity, that we, separate, uh, that we celebrate on this happy Pentecost Sunday. And it is a happy day. People are wearing red. We have the introduction of the Holy Spirit descending like a dove. It didn't descend into a light fixture, thank God. <laughs> and this is why I experienced that moment of joy out on I-40 just beyond Marlton. It made me the happiest of men when I recalled, even in that instant, that Jesus has made all things new. The Holy Spirit has empowered us to accept that gift and to follow the truth of the way of Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.